Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. That time of the week where our own Shane Beatty tells us about what's been happening around the country. Just the stories that didn't quite make the national headlines. Shane, first of all, how are you? Any plans for the weekend? I'm going to Sligo. Oh. Yes, looking for, although I see that there's snow forecast for some of that area of the country. Yeah, going to a stag party in Sligo. Nice. Sligo town? Uh, no, outside Loch Arrow, there's a house on a lake there. We are going into Sligo Town, though, yeah. Fab. So, a three-day stag. I won't three be, days? I won't be in on Monday, as you can imagine. I'll be back That's very long Tuesday. for a stag, though. It is, yeah. We'll see how we get on. There might be people heading home tomorrow. We'll find out. Yeah, we haven't done a three-day hen in years. For, for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> one, good. One night is enough. <laughs> well, actually, you've mentioned Sligo. We're talking about Sligo. What's been going on there? Yeah, yeah, indeed. There's loads of news coming from Sligo. And I have to say, in particular, the Sligo champion is excellent for some of these local stories that we use. So we're going to look, first of all, uh, to the Sligo champion, where we are told that Connacht has the highest proportion of people concerned about a lack of EV charging points in their area. So 59% of people are citing this as an issue compared to the national average of 50%. This is your range anxiety. I'm not at all surprised now about this. Now, you had this experience, didn't you? I remember you were going around the country and found it very hard to find a charging point. Yeah, but I, I did it because I would have wild range anxiety if I was travelling to Donegal. Now in the car I was um, test driving it at the time, I had one of the, the BMWs. You know, I didn't have range anxiety in, in, in that car. Mm. Things have definitely improved. There is no doubt about it. Um, there's some great EV charging points actually on that Dublin to Sligo route. Okay. I always get it confused. Is it Ballandine? It's, it's a Ballandine. I always get this place confused. Um, it's just outside of Longford. They have a great setup there, but there were just not enough fast charging yes. points. And That's this is what people are worried about in uh, Connacht in particular. As a result, the region ranks lowest for intent to purchase an EV or hybrid. Only 41% of people are planning to purchase either as their next vehicle. And we're also told by the Sligo champion that Connacht drivers love a good deal because they've the lowest average spend on their last vehicle purchase. They spend around 15 grand on a new car and the national average is €18,000. So uh, apparently it's no surprise that people in Connacht make informed decisions because the region also has the highest number of respondents who check five websites before they make a purchase of their car. Yeah, no sudden purchases then. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I have an EV too but I'm only going in and out of Dublin. The fast charging is a life changer yeah, because it was it was eight hours, it's now taken me two hours to charge the car so it is a big deal. You're also the great story in Sligo as well about um, this new app that could yes. change how we shop. Yes, uh, this is very, very exciting for shoppers and it's one of those things, it's from a local businessman, but it actually could change our lives. So Sligo Businessman has developed an app which he hopes will revolutionise how people will shop locally and that's the key thing, it's that it's locally. The man is called Ronan Gilroy, he's from Grange and he's developed the app with this company having spent three years researching the idea. It's a reverse shop local app where you're a customer in a local Mm. area and you're looking for a particular good and you contact the shop or business through the app and they respond to say if they have the product in stock or not. And you can even send photos. So if you're looking for, I don't know, a particular dress or a particular whatever. I was going to say, this isn't for grocery shopping. No, 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 no. (laughs) For the bigger purchases, I imagine. But you can send a picture and go, I'm looking for this specific type of, I don't know, wardrobe. Send in the photo to the business and then you engage with the business through messages on the app. 
stuff. And he says, so there's no middlemen, no payments, customers are in control, no obligation. But what it does is it encourages shopping local and it filters Good local idea. demand with supply. So you know in your area what your customers want. So fingers crossed it works well from the initial launch of this product will be in the Sligo County area and it's going to be called Losum. Um, there's a lot of concern for one lady in, in Wexfordshire. There is indeed, yeah. This is, I mean, people have such a connection with thatched cottages and some people absolutely really want to own one. Other people find that there can be a bit of a, a money pit and the Enniscorthy Guardian reports this week that the owner of a house in Wexford has come into conflict with planners because she wants to get rid of the thatched roof on her house. The reason why? I'm sure not an easy decision to make, but she says it's because insurance companies won't touch her. They will not give her insurance cover for her thatched roof and Maeve Dunn claims she's facing years of stress and trauma on the issue after Wexford County Council rejected her application to replace the thatched roof on her house in Kilmore Quay. The council refused planning permission saying that it would have a significant impact on the visual appearance and special character of Kilmore Quay of course a gorgeous area of the country the house is on the entrance to the seaside village so she's not allowed change the material on her roof. She told on Borplanola this is Miss Dunn that the reason she wants to do this is that she cannot get the property insured. So uh, this is a big problem. We constantly is. hear every time we talk about any, anybody with houses with um, attached roof, you know, there's there's significant issues. I know there's not a huge, huge number of people that, you know, that, that have them now, but mm. people who do obviously want to keep them. Yep. Um, it's maybe because it's a house that they've inherited or it was in the family or there's a, you know, nostalgia reason associated with it. And um, it's, it's trying to keep Irish traditions yeah, alive is, as well. It is lovely. Know? Yeah. I was up actually in West Donegal last weekend. Um, I say that like it's, you know, <laughs> a foreign land. I'm from the <laughs> county. Uh, but I'd ever go up to the Gaeltacht area and I was there last weekend. So many Houses, little houses with yeah. thatched roofs, and a lot of them, I suppose, would have been. They looked kind of like holiday homes, or they, you know, they were quite quite small. That you yeah. imagine they mm. they maybe um they were sort of kept as a sort of a, a holiday home, but it's, like it's, they're just fabulous. They are. It, it's a pity, and it's amazing that there's not an insurance company out there that will yeah. take them on. Uh, but it's very hard to get insurance apparently for them. There is big upkeep too. We need thatchers, obviously, as well to maintain them. But anyway, this woman has applied to Umbor Planola uh, to be allowed to remove the thatched roof, put on a normal type roof mm. and we're going to hear the decision in mid-June. Okay. Um, I spotted speaking of insurance, I spotted this story online in Clare. Shane. Yes. Um, it's a classic lesson that you're always being watched and particularly you're being watched if you put in a claim uh, and a personal injury claim. So this is a woman who claimed to have suffered disabling injuries in a car accident that left her unable to work for over five years. She put in a claim for €760,000. That claim has been dismissed after she admitted winning a Christmas tree throwing competition. Now, if you've I don't even your, know what to say. If you've lugged your Christmas tree out of the house, you'll know There's they're fairly heavy. Yeah. Yes. Told the High Court, uh, which was sitting in Limerick, that she suffers constant pain in her back, neck and thoracic spine since the crash and she's unable to lift groceries or play with her children following the car accident on the 3rd of February 2017. However, a photo then emerged of her throwing a Christmas tree published in the Irish Independent on the 8th of January 2018. Uh, also, there was footage shown of her play wrestling with a large and strong Dalmatian dog 
for an hour and a half. Uh, the Christmas tree throwing event in which she won, by the way. She won it. She won it. Was held on the 7th of January 2018, two days before she told a doctor that she couldn't lift a bag of groceries. The judge involved, Judge Stewart, said, I'm afraid I cannot but conclude the claims were entirely exaggerated and on that basis I'm dismissing the claim. So not only uh, was she not lying low, but it actually ended up in the newspapers at the time that she threw the Christmas tree. Obviously a very talented person, mm. it's not easy to win that competition, but you can't then claim that you have serious pain and can't lift anything. Um, little. What are they up to? Yeah, this is just amazing. I mean, we heard about the businessman in uh, Sligo there with his new app in Lidl. They have, a, a, it's another business success story for a local company in Louth. So it's called Soothing Solutions, based in Dundalk, set up by two mothers. And now they've teamed up with Lidl, who are going to stock their range of Tonsticks Honey Jelly Pops. Have you ever heard of them? Nope. <laughs> okay, so they are lollipops. such a simple idea. It's amazing it hadn't been done before. They're lollipops which provide relief for sore throats designed specifically for children and they're enriched with vitamin so C. So my children, I would probably <laughs> definitely need. I'm always suffering yes. with my throat. So this, you use this and it has vitamin C and zinc in it. It was the brainchild of Sinead Crowther who's a mead mother of four. Uh, she noticed a gap in the market for products to help children suffering from coughs and sore throats. Uh, she met another woman called Denise they raised 1.3 million euro in funding built a factory in lockdown from their kitchen tables hired eight employees and not only are they a very successful company they were the only manufacturers in Ireland doing the four day work week and the product is going to be stocked in Boots WH Smith Shannon and Cork Airport also on Amazon and now in Lidl in Ireland. So the business is going from strength to strength. It's a brilliant idea. It is. So simple. That's how you do. You see a gap in the market, the market yeah. and jump on it. Get the And back. here I am for how many years suffering with a sore throat and do you think I thought of that, no, Shane? It's not problem. that simple. Yes, that's all you need to do. Just look around <laughs> you and see the gap. Yeah, there you go. I'm on fire. Fireball. <laughs> that is such a tune. <laughs> Why are we Friday. talking about Cork? We're talking about Cork because the Cork Bio tells us that a ball of fire shooting across the sky left people across Munster baffled on Tuesday. I was just thinking reading this story, isn't it great we have social media now? Because years ago you'd see something in the sky, say it to someone else, no I didn't see it, and you'd feel like an Egypt. But now you can tweet it and other people go, yeah, I saw that too. So apparently it happened on Tuesday. Sightings of the strange phenomenon were reported all over the country. Hundreds of people taking to social media, watching this fireball. Uh, it was spotted at about 10 to 6 Tuesday evening over Ballynahinch village in Galway and then there were a number of sightings throughout Munster between 530 and 6pm on Tuesday Hi. one near Rock Chapel Village in North Cork it's been described as a shooting star that later exploded on its descent and some said that the object had a green colour uh, and obviously a lot of speculation the rumour mill and overdrive what is this it's turned out the burning object was a retired European Space Agency satellite re-entering orbit there you go I was just about to say if anybody saw it over the weekend or during the week if you have pictures of it in your area send them into us on WhatsApp actually yeah, 087-1400-106 And quite a spectacle because it yeah. produced a green glow when it got superheated as well um, News in Galway about a sports facility 
Yes, um, obviously we've had Super Valley Parky Creeve and all that went along with that. Uh, we're going to Galway, where Galway Bill is reporting that this sports facility is seeking a new name. Uh, Galway City Councillor Mike Cubbert has confirmed the news that the sports facility, which has been open for a while, is seeking suggestions from the public for a new name. So Galway City Council have delivered a, a, a small multi-use facility in the area of the Glen Oaks uh, on the Bishop O'Donnell Road in Galway. So it's used at the moment by local soccer club and local rugby club and various other uses. Um, I suppose it's a, it's a small side of pitch. And what the Gold City Council are doing is asking for the public to submit ideas to, to name the facility. Uh, at the moment, it's just called the Glen Oaks facility, uh, which was the name of a former hotel there. So I suppose they're, they're asking for public input to get a name for the facility. So there's an open call for that that's open until the 15th of March. So people can log on to goacity.ie uh, forward slash civic naming and there's a, a form to fill in and submit your, your ideas that way. That was uh, Galway City Councillor Mike Hubbard who is the one who's calling for locals to get involved with the naming. Um, I don't have any real suggestions. Maybe the Cannings, aren't the Cannings the big hurlers yeah, in Galway? Yeah. I'm trying to think of other figures. Local people will have a much better idea but clearly they want a better name than the Glen Oaks the Glen sports Oaks. pitch. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Send your suggestions into us. Shane Beattie as always. Thanks a million for joining us. Enjoy your three days in the Northwest. Thank you very we'll much. Talk to you next week. Cheers. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.